Hello everyone and welcome to another talk here. So this will be a uh, podcast edition as well as a, uh, um, a video talk on the uh, YouTube channel member area. So we're going to talk a little bit about nuage. We're going to talk a little bit about improvising on this tune and um, might take a look at some lines from um, Django himself um, or some of his transcribed solos anyway um, and just check out a little bit of that and um, so start out by just kind of playing kind of slowly through it and um, you can listen for some of the things that we talked about yesterday with the um, the uh, uh, chord changes things like that so I'll um, I'll work it kind of basically outlining the uh, chord changes uh, through using arpeggios or chord tones and and all that so Thank you. 
All right, so let's begin by um, talking um, again a little bit about, we'll use a little bit of what we did with the analysis from, from yesterday's talk. And um, let's think about you know, some starting points for where you might, um, what notes you might choose and, and all that uh, as we go through it. All right, so we've got, um, let's get this over here. Okay. So, you know, one thing that you want to um, really know well is certain, certain small short progressions like the 2 5. So we have a 2 5 in um, A flat. So there's a little movement that really kind of stands out between those two chords and it's it's kind of this this note of the B minor minor 7 and then going into this note of the E flat 7. So if you can outline that kind of suggest that um, that motion so of course arpeggios are going to be useful and then doing arpeggios uh, or inversions of those arpeggios it's going to help and you can do that for both changes um, and that's one area too um, and you can also generalize certain changes too. So you might say, well, I'm going um, to kind of focus on the E flat dominant sound for, for the whole measure. So that's another option. So you're kind of whittling out a little bit of that detail that we talked about earlier. So you could think about um, B flat minor 6 moving that or E flat dominant pentatonic. So those are just some things, you know, just in general with the two five. So we have a two five um, that's really not altered in any, any way. So um, the next uh, two five, we have a flat five and a flat nine for so it's a minor seven flat five and then we have the d7 flat nine okay so there we do have a little bit more of an altered sort of sound okay so then you want to be familiar with kind of like the minor like a g minor Kind of two five, although we're going to major, we talked about that uh, yesterday. But um, that's kind of the idea there. So I want to be able to outline that. So of course arpeggios, just like we talked about a little bit before on the A minor seven, we still have the same tendency there relative to this chord progression, where this 
this tone will want to go to this tone. So yeah, for that kind of progression. All right. So again, you could use um, uh, what are called melodic structures on these. Just as before, a lot of a lot of techniques, triads and arpeggios and things. But one of the first things, though, is just to be aware of uh, where the chord tones are. Maybe, maybe even the flat nine on a D7. Okay, so those are some things that will help you kind of outline this changes. Okay. So when we go, go kind of through this, we're going to see those kinds of progressions quite a bit. And then we get into the... Um, Two five one to the relative minor. Now there are different ways to handle the the minor once you get there. So we talked about the the two five, just kind of in a different key. But this time we're going to E minor. So let's talk a little bit about this. And for this moment in time, we're going to treat this as a um, kind of a tonic minor chord. Um, although we're in the key of G, but we're going to kind of treat this in that way. So, so there are a couple, um, we've got the minor scale or Dorian sort of sound. Uh, we have the, um, you've got natural minor, okay, of course. Uh, I've got melodic minor, harmonic minor. So we have these kinds of different different choices. And then, uh, of course, you can add some chromaticism. So let's say you're thinking in terms of the um, minor scale, then you might, might connect the six and the five of the, of the E minor. Um, or if you're thinking of melodic minor then then you can do the same technique uh, between the sixth and the fifth and then you're getting into some of the bebop type scales there now on the a7 on guitar um, this is not too hard actually because you can take a shape and shift it by a fret so if a a7 so you could say do an arpeggio you could do the same arpeggio down one fret and then back up and then if you're a little more familiar with with some arpeggios and things you might then you might make those changes and just different places just to um, change it up a little bit okay so as far as the key signature goes we we've had a key of one sharp and um, at this point we have got two sharps okay just for these 
uh, for just for this A7. So we have just kind of five of the five chord. Okay, so then that C sharp is gonna go to the C natural and we get to the D7. So we can use that. So we can say. Okay, so if we're trying to connect A7 to the D7, we know that that, that tone is gonna move over. And then also this tone. So we get kind of kind of two tones moving versus what we looked at earlier with the um, with the two two five. So all right, and um, just kind of looking at another another area here. We've got um, the uh, four chord. So, so you go to the four chord here. So we have, again, a, we're just kind of working backwards here. We have the D minor 7 flat 5 to the G7 to the C. And then we have this little spot that sits a half step above that. Okay. So again, a 2, 5, 2, 5. So we start with kind of a two five in in D flat, and then it never goes to D flat. But you just have the two five part, and then you have then you have uh, the the C. So we talked a little bit about harmonic minor, and that can be really useful for. Um, for the two five portion of, of some of these spots where you have the uh, minor seven flat five and the uh, like D minor seven flat five and G seven flat nine. So if you if you were looking for kind of a group of notes that that fits fairly well, then you might use the harmonic minor C harmonic minor. And then go to to C major, so that's that's kind of that little shift that makes it makes it sound pretty pretty interesting, gives it that unique flavor. And then just one more kind of notable spot here: uh, G six, C nine, and G six. So of course we could. Um, take a look at one important note. So the the um, B flat on the C seven, right? That's a little outside of the key, and then the B, B natural of the G six. So that's an important moment there. So you could really just kind of outline that and work work at um, that. Another just kind of thing to mention there is if you're look, looking for a scale, let's say. Um, basically take a G major scale and just take the B and make it flat and leave everything else the same. And that's called the uh, C uh, Lydian Dominant. Okay, so that, that kind of covers some of the um, moments there. Um, just check in with YouTube members. Um, See if we have any specific questions or anything. Does it look like it? So, um, 
So let's take a moment to see. I'll just mention in the um, um, on the video that this is a video version of this is uh, available to uh, YouTube members. So if you're checking this out on the podcast, um, head over to youtube.com forward slash fretprints to um, join member area lessons and talks um, so kind of casual talks here and um, probably some more more intense and involved talks from time to time um, but um, but I think the the video version is, is definitely really helpful for folks so um, let's take a look at uh, um, I was just checking this out only very briefly myself. Um, found some transcriptions, so I thought we'd check check it out. So, all right, okay. So we have this. I'm gonna start with this. F right here. Okay, so start right there. Okay, so we have this. It's on the nine. Okay, so we hear that. Okay, so we're moving from from that to A minor seven flat five. Okay, and then. Got. Okay, so this appears to be uh, diminished, and this is a good thing for for ear training and all that. Kind of a diminished seven arpeggio, and um, but that's on D, so you get this nice um, D seven flat nine. Does it in two octaves. And then we get down to this G. All right, we get that nine again. Okay. And this may be, um, you know. So we're hearing the melody there. Um, so let's see if we can check out some other moments here. So it really goes way up the neck. Some of these spots. All right, so it's um, fine. Something that kind of illustrates a little bit of what we've been talking about here. So here's the interesting bit of a line here in the E minor. So we get so we get these um, tones of the E minor um, arpeggio and just kind of going down from below each one of those notes. 
All right. E7. So D. So D is a particularly kind of dissonant tone on the um, A7. Kind of sort of gives you a little bit of a um, the upper part. We might call the upper structure of the A7. So it's a bit of a dissonance on that. And then we get nine, and then we get closer into um, the notes of the arpeggio on the A7. And then we have this chromatic passing tone, and then landing on the third, and then goes up an octave there. So you can see the importance of playing chord tones on these passages here. And you know, just having, you know, kind of the awareness of some of those some of those elements. So you can see this this note tone here, E flat. It's going to resolve into the fifth of the G chord. So here we're connecting the third of G with the fifth G. So and then it plays G major. Try it after that. And this anticipates here our um, E flat chord that comes up here. All right, so just kind of a quick scan a little bit, uh, just to kind of reinforce the idea of. Um, of using chord tones and using knowledge of the um, um, of the keys, sort of the motions, the um, how things are moving uh, from one one thing to the next. All right, so I'll do a little more uh, playing and. Um, just to mention, if you are a member, um, to uh, leave a comment. Let me know if anything in this talk was uh, difficult to follow um, or any questions about, about anything.
right, everyone. Thanks so much for um, checking this out. And um, hope you all are having a good practice session. So um, again, if you're checking this out on the YouTube channel, thanks for being a member. And uh, if you're checking out checking this out on the podcast and are enjoying this, um, check out the video version on um, youtube.com forward slash fretprints. That's in the member area, lessons and talks. All right, everyone, I'll see you all in the next one.